<laughs> What's up, Darsh? What's up, bro? Dude. Literally every single thing that I freaking wanted to happen this playoffs. You know how many of those things happen? None of them. None of them. <laughs> well, actually, technically, the Ravens made it past the Titans, so that okay. did happen for me. That you. did happen for me. But besides that, oh, baby. Dude, what it? Okay. Before before we get into a whole bunch of stuff, what it what have you thought about the playoffs this far? Because it's so I feel like some of the games have been duds. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I was kind of expecting a lot more. I was expecting a like a higher scoring game with uh, Bills and Ravens. I was expecting <laughs> the Chiefs and Browns to be a lot. I don't know, a lot more explosive. I guess I was expecting big plays, but I don't know. It's been kind of a weird season in general. Like this entire right. season, it's I feel like it's just been heavily like I mean like most seasons late or of recent, at least since I've been watching, have been mm-hmm. you know like on the offensive side of the ball. But like yeah, this this game or the games this season have been definitely a lot more so, which has kind of been right. kind of surprising, especially in the playoffs this year where, you know, we've seen a little bit of like back and forth in terms of their defenses and stuff. Yeah. So dude, that Ravens game, I was so pumped because so we've got, we had UFC early. They set that up and then they had the, I was looking forward to the Ravens bills game. And then halftime gets there and it's like three to zero. <laughs> It's like three. Yeah. It's like three, three. I'm just like three, three. Yeah. All right. All right. I was making, um, yeah, I was making pizzas during the game and you know, I was like, yeah, I was like, I had headphones in, you know, I'm like watching the game on my phone and stuff, you know, like making the pizzas and I'm just like, wow, I'm not really hearing a whole lot of like scoring. (laughs) So I like, look at, I actually like look at the game. I'm like, Oh, it's three to three. All right. Start of the third. Okay. Exactly. And then like all the, uh, you know, like all like the touchdowns for that game were yeah. scored in the fourth quarter. And I was right. like, what? Yeah. Was there, was there um, any point where you were a little bit nervous when the Rams made it 18 to 25 or 26? Yeah. Um, so I think towards the end of the second uh, towards the end of the second quarter, um, the Rams got the ball back with like a minute and a half left or something like that. And they were they were basically just going for, you know, like a field goal. Right. And the Packers defense played so soft. Like they were mm-hmm. playing that prevent defense, which they've been playing all year. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, well, it's like that's what they've been running uh, every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what they've been running you every time. Just low key. That's your. Those are your boys, and you just smack them around. Like it's Bro. so funny. Just backslap. Just backhanded compliments. Just pre-lit <laughs> defense <laughs> playing all year. That's so sad. Okay. Well, like the facts are, is that uh, the facts are that they like the offense shows up for the first two quarters, and mm-hmm. you know they put up a ton of points. You know, by by halftime, right. so the rest of the game, the the Packers defense is just playing prevent, just like trying not to give up the big plays. But you know, they're playing so loose. But yeah, anyways, uh, towards the end of the second quarter, like right before halftime, you know, yeah. they're trying to, you know, the <laughs> Packers know they're going to get the ball back. They're going yeah. to get the ball back to start, you know, start of the third quarter, and they're just like, 
all right, let's just not give up the big play. And then I think they ended up giving up the touchdown. I honestly don't remember. But they were just playing so, uh, so far back on everything. And it was like, oh, um, like the entire, uh, the entire bye week, uh, Matt LaFleur was saying that the defense was working on being a lot more aggressive uh, in man-to-man situations, like playing more up in the face of the receivers and backing mm-hmm. them up. And he even was like kind of going after like our top two guys, Jair Alexander and Kevin, Kevin King. He was kind of going after him being like, you guys say you're, you're, you're the best. You guys say you're number one uh, corners and stuff, but you guys are never in the face of, you know, the, uh, the opposing team's receivers. You guys are always playing back, playing loose in coverage. And then you guys are coming up and, you know, obviously everyone knows Packers defense can't get turnovers hardly ever. We've, I think we're near the bottom of the league in turnovers. Um, so yeah, we we typically play back. Right. And when that happened in the second quarter and then there wasn't that like switch, for the rest of uh, the Packers got the ball, they scored. And then the rest of that quarter, it was like back and forth. Uh, we punted like twice or something like that. When that happened and the Packers defense was again, doing that same old thing. Uh, that was like when I was like, Oh dude, if they don't get aggressive here, if they don't, you know, step up their game, like there's a fat chance that the Rams actually make yeah. come back here because after I think the second time the Rams scored at the beginning of the fourth, it was like a six point game or a seven point game, eight point game, something like that. And yeah, yeah. Oh, like it was a touchdown game. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was like six twenty five sixteen. So twenty five eighteen. Oh, twenty five. Remember because they yeah, did that yeah. crazy sick yeah. two point conversion? Yeah. Oh yeah, where they flip uh, where they where they did a double flip and ended up yeah. going to acre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, like, yeah. Dude, why that, are, that was I, about the time where I thought that the Rams were yeah. probably gonna get the lead but. yeah dude that was so funny watching all the memes saying that jared goff's the best thing on the rams right now <laughs> usually that's not always the case it's the defense that keeps oh, them in game. but cam Akers isn't bad no dude he's kind of nice away yeah well i guess like they were talking about it i was watching the pre-game stuff like yeah. where they talk about the teams and whatnot i was watching the pre-game stuff and they were talking about how sean mcveigh was like uh, before, uh, you know, because they had a limited off season mm-hmm. or limited preseason, they were like, oh, you know, Akers might be the guy, but we're just going to do running back by committee. But apparently in the Patriots game, they uh, Cam Akers just had a had a day or something like that. And like since then, Sean McVay has mm. been like, all right, he's our number one guy. Our guy. Yeah. So they've just been feeding him more and more. And mm-hmm. one more. Good, just, they could, yeah. If they draft yeah. a running back or something, they might have something going there and their wide receivers. Not bad. I mean, they still, they don't have, they have Robert Woods. They've got Cup yeah. and they've got Reynolds. Yeah. Well, Cup and Woods are like the tandem, you know? Right. But like, Cup they, wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. I Like, I'm going to be the first to admit, like, the Rams offense is completely different without mm-hmm. Cooper Cup in the game. <laughs> right. So, you know, Packers defense had it easy, which is sad to say because, you know, we got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown all coming up next week. And bro, <laughs> um, I want I actually wanted to ask you something. Why don't you talk about Jair Alexander more? There's something you've got against Jair Alexander because no, I like the kid. I he's honest, a beast. He's a yeah, savage. no, I like the guy 100. But again, it, I kind of share the same sentiments as Matt Lafleur. It's like he doesn't play very aggressive. He plays smart. Like he's mm-hmm. more, he's probably like. 
you rank cornerbacks in the league right now, he's probably right up there with Stephon Gilmore and probably like Richard Sherman in the past or something like that in terms of just like foot, like football IQ, Mm -hmm. like knowing, knowing what to do in order to get in the best position to, you know, stop, stop the ball or something like that. Yeah. Or, um, because like you saw it, like his, the one reception that the person that, or that the player that he was guarding, uh, made was like for a loss of three yards. It's because he, he came up. Yeah. He came up and just stopped them dead in their tracks. Right. And there right. was a similar play on in his rookie season. And that's the one that like people always refer to about Jair Alexander, but it's like, it's so smart. Uh, he's guarding, he's guarding, I think Stefan Diggs or it might've been Cordell Patterson or, or whatever, but it was Adam Thielen coming off a uh, uh, end around, right. He's yeah. coming on, on an end around. And then, Jair knows that he can't get to Adam Thielen, but he knows that if he can bump his uh, the receiver that he's guarding, if he can bump him into Thielen, Thielen will go back. Yeah. So that's exactly what he did, and he put he uses uh, his leverage to push uh, whoever the receiver was back into Thielen. Thielen uh, Thielen gets knocked back, and he loses like seven yards on the play. Yeah. Seven, eight, eight, something. You know, like that's those are the types of plays where it's like, all right, Jair is a smart player. Like, don't get me wrong, but he's just not aggressive enough, right? Uh, you know, for what the Packers need from their secondary, which is turnovers and just just playing a lot less loose with the ball. I don't know how else to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, because it's weird to me because I always, because, you know, the Packers, they don't really have a ton on defense, but. I always, whenever that's we fair, talk about their defense, whenever we talk about their defense, I feel like you always leave out Jair, Jair Alexander, and he's literally one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, no, he's like, I mean, like, I think statistically, like PFF did a breakdown between J- Jalen Ramsey and uh, Jair Alexander, and comparatively to all the people that they've defended, right? Like Jalen Ramsey had DeAndre Hopkins, he had um, shoot DK Metcalf, he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember all the other ones that Jalen faced this year, but comparatively, you know, Jair, on the other hand, he had Adam Thielen twice, Allen Robinson, and essentially, you know, oh, and Mike Evans. Mike Evans was the big one. He locked down Mike Evans yeah. early in the season. That was but it's like, only, was that yeah, about the only about good it. thing that came from that game? Yeah. Rough. Oh, baby, we got to preview that sucker. We're going to, oh, we, pre- will, we will, we will. We're going to preview will. that sucker. I got to preview that for myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be anxious the entire week, man. I'm just going to, oh, hey, Sheridan. What's up, bro? <laughs> He's back. He, he landed yeah, safely. Yeah. Him um, yeah. What were you saying? Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, yeah, just going back to the Jair. Like, he's he's easily, like, top three, if not top two. You oh, know yeah. I mean? he's, he's in that. He's in that, like, echelon of, like, corners. I just, for what the Packers need defensively, they need him to be more aggressive. They need him to create turnovers. Yeah. Because he's just that type of guy to create those turnovers. You know he can do it. You just, just at least we just haven't seen enough of it. Mm. And I think that's what's, uh, that's what's keeping him back from being in that top yeah. tier versus this, you know, like everyone else on the Packers roster. You're right. Like he is, he should be <laughs> mentioned amazing, every single yeah. time. Yeah. He should be mentioned up there. Um, but again, I also go back to what you said earlier, where it's just like, there really isn't a whole lot with that Packers defense. Yeah. We're just good. Mm-hmm. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah. That's about and every... sometimes on a Sunday. Yeah, dude, I am. 
I am nervous for that Bucks Packers game because I want it to be the um I want the Packers to win, but oh baby, it could be a thrasher. But the thing that it, is, the thing that very is well could be on your side is the weather though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate I hate the fact that that keeps uh, that keeps getting brought up. Like, I, not well, it's gonna be twenty four degrees. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I mean, mean like just Brady's fact- used to it, I guess. Yeah, just fact. I hate the fact that it keeps getting brought up. Like, oh, weather's a factor. Weather's a factor. It is. It's like, it's Tom Brady. He played fourteen seasons in New England. Frigid temperatures. <laughs> it's not about the Tom Brady though. It's about the and it's about like the other guys surrounding him. How are the receivers going to do? That's fair. You know, dude, Sheridan, what's going on, dude? Nothing much, bro. <laughs> I was excited. I think my predictions are all correct so far, except for the Rams game. And the Bears. And the Bears. Oh, yeah, I picked the Bears. Money. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of a bracket bust. Uh, uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I only missed two. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm happy for the Bucks. Yeah, I want them to win. You want them to and, win the bowl? No, 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 no. I want the Bills to win the Super Bowl, but I want them to win the a- NFC. So yeah. Oh, you want the you want the Bills to finally slay their demons and beat yeah. Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that would be wild. Want yeah. them to just destroy them. What do you guys think about Henny given Sunday? That was crazy, dude. That think was, was crazy. I was devastated, bro. I was so happy. I thought the Browns were gonna win, and then Same. Chad Henny. When they got that, that pick, when he overthrew bro. that ball in the end yeah, zone, and then I was I like, game winning drive for Baker right now. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes got rocked, bro. That he was out of it. He looked like he got. Punched by Conor McGregor when he got up. <laughs> His yeah. legs were jello. No, I thought that I thought they were gonna bring him back. I thought Andy Reid was gonna pull some stunt and like bring him back in the game because yeah. like he seemed rocked. And I think I don't know. I think maybe if like you know things were going worse than it had, they probably would have done it. Brought him, brought him back. Yeah, but. dude. Speaking of stunt, Jameis gets a freaking fifty-yard bomb or whatever. It was so yeah. funny. <laughs> but, that was the best play the Saints had the entire night. It was, it was that one bomb, and then the rest of it was a straight up dud. Yeah, but it Did was Drew so Brees funny though. Play? What's up? Did Drew Brees not play? No, it was a trick play. Oh, like okay. they just yeah, had Jameis they, out on the side, and Emmanuel flipped uh, it to him, and a they, guy went up uh, the seam. They ran the Bears play from the week before yeah. where they did the double flip and then Trubisky down the middle, yeah. about like 50, 60 yards to win. Yeah, it was yeah, dope. They but then Except they so actually funny. got it <laughs> because of Drew Brees was like smiling or whatever, hugs Jameis. And then once Jameis goes by, he was like, and then like <laughs> high fived all the other teammates. Like he was happy for Jameis. He wanted to look happy. And then after that, he was like, mm, he was going to take up. his job. He's going to take his job. Bro. <laughs> exactly, Drew Brees is washed up. I felt, I felt bad. Well, for him. I mean, they said it before the game and I, I feel like they've said it the entire season, but like, Apparently, this was like officially Breeze's last game, so he's retiring. But I don't know. I, personally, like if you guys were, you know, in Breeze's shoes and you sucked that bad <laughs> against the Bucks, take after dude, some of the reads that was bro. that was bad. And Jared, I mean, like, he needs to retire. Man. Would you w- would you be able to hang up the cleats like that? No, he, he should. Not. He should. He's just gonna have more of the same, like. I don't see why not. Oh, and then also my mother on the three playing them three times in a year, bro. Yeah, turned out correct. Out. Wow, turned out correct right there. Yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Drew Brees. I don't think it's gonna get better for him. Like he's gonna yeah. keep on losing. Really? So, yeah. Wow. It, like every single year, the ESPN's like, "Oh, the Saints are the best team in the yeah, NFC this year," facts. and then they then they get knocked down in the first second round of the playoffs, and it's like, <laughs> it's who true. cares? They're so trash. Like, yeah. Um, 
You know what? I was okay. We're we're all over the place here, but I'm just saying, <laughs> as as a human being, as an individual on the inside, I want the Houston Texans organization to turn it around. But as a 49er fan, I just want that organization to absolutely explode. From the inside out, yeah. so Deshaun they Watson should, becomes a 49er. I think um, is that I bad? Am I a bad person for that? Nah, nah, nah. I think I I saw something online where it was like they released the odds of yeah. where Deshaun Watson's going to end up. The Niners are up right up at the top. That'd be awesome. They, the, they think the Niners are going to make the move for it, though. Yeah, oh, no, I, lo- I I love Jimmy, but I mean, like you know, Deshaun Watson's just great. Like generational I, I talent. Him. I'd take okay, him. Okay, what would you guys be willing to give up for? I say two first rounders, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe like a second. You know? I, I could say that'd be reasonable. Honestly, I honestly think it's reasonable to give two first rounders and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, but if they're gonna want more than that, then I don't know. Yeah. Um. I do. I Grant Cohen. He's mm-hmm. been doing so much clickbait thumbnail yeah, stuff. Like, is Fred Warner? gonna get traded for Deshaun Watson or whatever and then is Nick Bosa touchable it's like come yeah, on and man. they had one he say he's one is like should the Niners trade Debo Samuel away and I'm <laughs> yeah. like what are you talking about bro no. like, yeah. never ever yeah. dude Deshaun we're winning there's going to be multiple bowls in the future if Deshaun Watson comes to the 49ers I think yeah. what's more I think what's more likely is well one they trade Deshaun Watson in the offseason but I think what's more likely is you guys do a little bit of a uh rehaul on the defensive side and then you guys uh kind of like use the draft to retool you know what i mean i feel like what are you talking about okay what i'm saying oh let me say that a lot better i realized it didn't make sense (laughs) how dare you i think i think you guys are going to be using some of your pieces on the defensive side to make some trades Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what i that's what i see happening a lot more likely than giving up anyone on the offensive side i feel like um, I feel like you guys could easily make uh, make a trade out for uh, who's your corner? I forgot his name. Manuel yeah, Verrett. Oh, Verrett. But Verrett, yeah. he's a free agent though now, right? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw um, Jimmy Ward and him were on an Instagram live video and Jimmy straight, Jimmy Ward asked him, he's like, are you going to come back? And he's like, I don't know, man. We'll have to see him. Like, Jason, please. Yeah, I know. <laughs> please, we need you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't get Verrett back, it's okay. We have a Keller with a spoon, bro. Yeah, but an yeah. E-Man. It got E-Man. Yeah. We got Manny and a Kello. But if and yeah, K1's if, a free agent or whatever too. If Jason Verrett, if we if certain key guys don't resign, I think that trading. Uh, well, I mean, I still want Deshaun, but if some guys leave, that first round pick's gonna be kind of nice to have. But at the same time, mm-hmm. with the Niners' history, we could end up getting a guy that we just end up hating in the yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. The only way the Niners, even even the Niners with the second overall pick, like or third overall pick, they picked Solomon Thomas. Like, what stupidity is that? But like a few years ago, 2017, that mm-hmm. was oh uh, okay. Yeah, and don't forget Reuben Foster. Yeah, I know. Solomon Thomas, so, Ruben Foster, it was so 2017 dumb. draft, draft of the year. But then there's like everybody around them are like pro bowlers, and it's like just just gonna pick anybody else in that draft. Fine, <laughs> anybody else. God, I think God, dude, that draft was. We've talked about that so much. That draft is loaded. The only good thing came from Kittle, and he was a yeah, late rounder. Was he a fifth? Yeah. yeah, I think so. We spent like a third round or second on CJ Bethard, I think. But CJ's the goat. It doesn't matter. Facts. CJ's, CJ's the not bad. He's kind of nice. Though. He's kind of nice. Better than Nick Mullins. 
Yeah. Better than but Nick. You see T.Y. Hilton, dude, shoving yeah. his uh, coach. It was so. I was it's just t- like. Tyreek Hill, bro. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, what did I say? T.Y. Hill. T.Y. Hill. T.Y. Ty Hill, dude. My bad. Yeah. He freaking uh, shoved his coach, dude. <laughs> Apparently, it was all jokes, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was jokes for the coach because the to- coach took it well. I don't think because yeah. uh-huh. Ty Hill looked pretty flamed. It must have been yeah. a play call. Or I something. think he was joking to like pass it to him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was demeaning like, it. He yeah. Looked, yeah, because he Henny looked, he looked pretty I, saw bad though. Like, I yeah, know. I mean, Henny Henny didn't wait like the extra second or whatever to see that Hill was open because Hill Hill was on that deep uh, post route and uh-huh. Henny didn't wait that like that extra second or whatever for. Uh, to see that Hill was actually open, yeah, he uh, he just dumped it down the middle to uh, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey like uh, Kelsey dropped it or something like that. So, yeah. sure uh, What was your favorite game out of these absolute freaking amazing divisional round games? Um, I don't know. I did like I did watch the I like the Packers and Rams game. I liked that one. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I thought that one was pretty cool. Um, I did like the Browns game because yeah, Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes has his like stuff rocked and that was nice to see because there were some calls in that game that I was like that is so stupid they like the T Hig the T Higgins one where he just gets like molested by the Sorensen with his helmet he just like Richard Higgins yeah or whatever yeah was that him was that Higgins Richard that fumbled Higgins. or in Joku yeah no Higgins that was that Higgins that fumbled. Higgins. yeah he got <laughs> absolutely rocked by Sorensen but didn't weirdly didn't get put into concussion protocol or anything. Yeah. But then fine. he also like, they did the helmet leading with the helmet. And that should have been like everyone on the announcers. Like that's like blatantly like leading with the helmet. Yeah. So but they didn't call that. And it's like, what's, and then, and also the Demarcus Robinson, they didn't even catch the football. Bro, like he pinned it against the ground. I know. I, yeah. I can see that from there. I'm like, that's not a catch. <laughs> I'm and like, then, what are you doing? And then mm. what was the, there was another close one, but it was for the Brown. So I didn't care who caught it. I forget who mm. I forget uh, who it was, but they, they, it was a sick catch too. And the, dude, the fact that the, that would have been, it would have been, it would have been, um, that Demarcus been, uh, Robinson catch was kind of a big deal too. Yeah. But the, the, the Higgins one, they would have like won the game if that right. was like turned over for them. Exactly. Because they would have never got a three pointer and then they, then they could have scored right there. But yeah. The Browns, I mean, what you had a hurt Patrick Mahomes. Like if you're well, they you shot have, themselves have, in the foot early on, early on because like oh. they were so pass heavy. Yeah, and like even to start out the game, like after the Chiefs scored the first touchdown of the game, uh, the Browns got the ball and they just went. I think they went pass, run, pass, first down, pass, 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 pass. Basically the entire yeah. game. They like they had 14 total yards by halftime, something like that, and that's like. You guys are a, a team literally built to run, and you guys yeah. aren't running the ball. <laughs> yeah, the Nick Chubb Kareem was like Hunt. pulling over everybody. Kareem Nick Chubb Hunt. was had some good runs that game. Yeah, pulling Kareem Hunt and him are freaking beasts. Yeah, yeah. it must have been weird. Kareem wanted to probably win so bad. Oh yeah, in KC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh baby, <laughs> it was kind of funny because Kareem Hunt after or, like after the game, the cameras kind of showed uh, him meeting up with Andy Reid, and they yeah. you know they they just had a quick hug, and then immediately after uh, they hug, Andy Reid just 
turns around and looks the other way. He's like, all right, yeah. move on. Because <laughs> Kareem wasn't, I don't think he was completely done wanting to talk to him. And then yeah, Reed no, was like, I'm done. It, it, well, even after, uh, even as like Andy Reed was walking away, Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt was still like, or Kareem Hunt was still talking, you know, saying something to him. And Andy yeah. Reed was just like nodding his head, walking away. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. Kareem went so, out, he was wow. like, oh, left me hanging, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, Darsh, do you want to preview the championship games? Yes, uh, I think I I honestly don't know how to preview this game. I'm still thinking about like, okay, well, you know, there's uh, I think they played like week six, right? We had a week five, five, so week six, yeah, something like that. We played uh, we played them early on in the season, so there was obviously a lot of uh, growing pains with the Bucks offense. So the offense that the Packers are going to face. Uh, next week is going to be completely different, right? They added mm-hmm. Antonio Brown halfway through the season. So it's not just Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. You also got to worry about Antonio Brown. That's not yeah. to mention how they're also utilizing uh, Connor Bray and Gronkowski now, right? They've kind of turned the ball loose in terms of, uh, in terms of using the two tight ends. So yeah. I think, I think offensively, there's a whole lot of weapons that the Packers are going to have to game plan for. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, if you look to the way that the Saints played them today to see as like as an example of what the Packers could play like, I think that's almost I, I think it's going to be almost impossible because like the uh, the Saints hardly ever blitz today. And I think there's no way you're, the Packers are going to win this game without getting to Tom Brady. You got to rattle the cage. You know what you I mean? Think you gotta, Smith can do it mm. uh, against. Yeah, if he's playing off, I, I like Rashawn Gary uh, mm-hmm. for the Packers. Like he's developed a lot. We also have Kenny Clark back and healthy, uh, and I, I don't think Kenny Clark played uh, the first time around. So I think that interior line is going to be uh, is going to be the, uh, that interior line matchup is going to be the way to get to Tom Brady and like force him out. That's that's ultimately the way that I think that this game is going to fall out is going to be the Packers defense versus the offense. I think the Packers offense obviously has proven that they can put up points. Yeah. Um, like the only way that the Packers offense shows up and just completely, you know, puts up a fat donut is literally if they shoot themselves in the foot. I think turnovers are going to be a big matchup. What, whichever team is going to be able to win the turnover battle, whether or not, you know, first off, whether or not they create any. And if they do, if, uh, you know, the, whatever offense is able to capitalize on it, yeah. that's going to be a major, major key because I don't see these quarterbacks making mistakes. Yeah. Um, it's going to have to be something. Uh, it's yeah. going to have to be something, you know, just kind of, out of nowhere that I think is going to dude. Yeah. Uh, swing I, the, sides. Uh, the line is for the Packers to uh, the Packers to win by three and a half, whatever that's the line. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Whether or not I agree with the line. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think the bucks are probably the favorites. I know uh, Vegas obviously is something different, but I view the bucks as a favorite in this matchup just because of the way that they dominated uh, the Packers the first time around again, like I kind of said a little bit earlier, uh, different teams. They've been through quite a bit since they've uh, they've been through quite a bit to get to this point. Obviously, the Packers have been working on playing the entire game all the way out. The Packers defense, hopefully, has been working on playing a lot more aggressively, being a lot more uh, being a lot tougher, especially uh, on the line and shutting down the run game. Uh, and obviously, for the uh, for the Buccaneers, they've just worked. They've just retooled their game offensively. That. Uh, uh, that team that was kind of reluctant to uh, 
that team that was kind of reluctant to run the ball or whatever it was, whatever struggles they were having in the beginning of the year, that's obviously been fixed because now the Bucks are pretty dominant run game. They have two, they have a one, two option. They have Leonard Fournette and then they have Ronald Jones and Ronald Jones. We all know can break off for, you know, 50, exactly. 60 yards, whenever, you know? Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's about all I can really break down. It's yeah. going to be a tough matchup. I love um, Antoine Winfield. Dude, that guy's he's nuts. He's only a rookie. He's only a rookie. He's nuts. I know. He's so he's so smart. Yeah, he's so freaking good. The oh, um man. there's so many good young DVs. Yeah. In corners yeah. and stuff. Like Jeremy Chin and then obviously Marshawn Lattimore. Like there were so many good there's so many good guys. It's wild. Oh, I there's I if you could pick besides obviously like Stefan Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey, who would you have as if you could pick two corners to start with your to start your defense with, who would you pick? Two, they had to be two, like one just, or or, just, or like, just a defense, and I have both of them on it. You well, just like if you could pick two corners to have, like if you could have your choice for corners. Kyle Fuller, obviously, <laughs> yeah, he's my he's my favorite. <laughs> no, and then, no. um, yes, and then I don't know my second one. That's kind of hard. Who I'd pick? Um, I mean, I, w- I don't know. I think I like Jason Verrett a lot. Not just like, even though I like, I'm like a Niners fan, I think he's really good. I'd pick him, but those two. I, dude, I love Jason Verrett so much. but And I yeah. understand that Stefan Diggs is so good. But that yeah. game when Stefan Diggs was playing, when we were playing the Bills, he got yeah. absolutely sauced. He did get sauced. Put in a you, blender. Yeah, he got his like ankles broken at one of those plays that was like, ooh, like not good. That's the only thing with, I mean, it's so hard to guard Stefan Diggs anyway, but I mean, yeah. yeah. So you'd have, you'd take, if you, any, all the corners in the league besides like Jalen Ramsey and Stefan Gilmore, you'd pick Jason Verrett and Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Kyle Fuller's a beast, bro. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Darsh, my boy. Um, I, I, I assume Jair is kind of excluded off that list or why not? Could, okay. Well, I right. thought he was like the best corner in the game this year though. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, you can do that. Yeah, you can, we'll take him off too. Okay, so I'd probably go. Um, you know, if I was building a defense, obviously I'd kind of want to go start with young guys. So I'd probably go. Uh, I'd probably go Jonathan Poyer. He's he's a DB, right? Hmm? He's yeah, he's a uh, he's a Jordan Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer. Okay. Yeah. Wait, who's Jonathan safety. Poyer then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I if there's a Jonathan him. Poyer in the league. I thought they're uh, okay. Whatever. Poyer, basically the guy on the Bills. There we go. And yeah. uh, I, you know, I'd probably go with uh, uh, Murphy Bunting. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Just yeah, Sean you Murphy Bun- Bunting. Yeah. Wow. And that dude's gonna be a problem. Yeah, he's gonna be a problem against uh, like for the Packers. Like, yeah. I, I I have a feeling. Like, I have a feeling throughout the game. Throughout the Packers Bucks game, I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna be. I'll probably grab a rubber band or so. I don't know. I'll probably <laughs> like, I don't know. Something is. I, I gotta get something and slap the first nervous energy I have, and then I'll probably just be cursing the Packers for not drafting a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah, so like, like the entire time, just because. Oh man, like even though the pa- like the Bucks have a you know young secondary, they've obviously been through you know the ringer. 
<laughs> yeah, I to play the Saints tw- uh, three times, uh, Falcons, whatever, and then uh, they had to play the Chiefs at one point too. So it's just like, they've obviously like been through the ringer and they've obviously uh, developed as a unit. So I have a feeling I'm going to be uh, wishing that the Packers drafted a wide receiver <laughs> plenty of time. <laughs> oh, I forgot my other corner is Brian Allen. Uh, oh, yeah, really? Brian, Brian Allen. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, That's that cold, dude. Yeah. That is so freaking mean. I hate him so much. <laughs> oh my god. He has one bad game. He has the worst game of anybody's career. <laughs> you do you remember how our offense still couldn't score points against the Dolphins though? Yeah. I mean, but it's also like, when you play that's when you have a one legged quarterback though. So, I mean, so you're you're gonna pin that whole game on Brian Allen? Well, I mean, yeah. They got <laughs> they got like forty five points put up on them, bro. That's like, so mean, poor guy. Yeah. It's okay, dude. If I'm if I'm starting my uh, team right now, and I could have two corners, I think I'm gonna go with Tar getting CJ uh-huh. Gardner Johnson. He's yeah. a savage. And then uh, <laughs> CJ Gardner Johnson. He he counts as is he like he's a kind of a hybrid though, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's he why we that. drafted him in Madden, as he says, hybrid. Does he actually say hybrid in Madden? Yeah, he's yes. like a nickel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would he comes have, in I as would, nickel. I like him, and I like Marlon Humphrey. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Marlon. And then who else is pretty good? Uh, Jeremy Chin, bro. He's Jeremy Chin's good a savage, too. but he plays up top. He's a safety kind of. He's the same kind of hybrid. Those guys are so valuable. Yeah. You know who I didn't hear much about? Did did Isaiah Simmons get hurt this year? Yeah. Well. That and he, I don't know, at least from what I saw, he was kind of asked to do everything, do anything and everything, which is kind of rough to, uh, uh, it's a tough thing to ask a rookie to do. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. He's still learning the defense. Hmm? No, Isaiah Simmons. Oh, Isaiah Isaiah Simmons. Oh, what did you say? What did you think? I thought thought it was Justin Simmons. And I'm like, Justin Simmons isn't a rookie. Like the the safety for the, um, for the uh, Broncos. I don't know that guy. How do yeah. you even know who that is? <laughs> yeah, he's really he's like an X factor in Madden. Justin Simmons? Yes. He's just, how old is he? I don't know. He's he's a free agent this year. He's like one of like the like the one of the ones people are gonna go after for safety wow. this year. I have no idea he even existed. Yeah. Wow. He's really Interesting. good. Interesting. Yeah, Madden 20. He was a baller, bro. Is he X Factor on 21 too? I, I don't know. I think so. He's Let me check out this guy. What's his Madden 21? Justin Simmons, bro. That guy's I guess I just don't pay attention to the Broncos, though. Wow. Mm. Okay. Because uh, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be back for next week, right? I mean, consider it's it, it's all dependence upon the severity of his concussion, right? Yeah. And we obviously don't know much about it, right? Now. Yeah. I mean, uh, Romo or not Romo. Jim Nance was kind of talking about it like, wait, no, it wasn't Jim Nance. I don't know. One of the announcers was kind of talking about it where they were saying that, you know, just the fact that Mahomes got up and he was all jelly legged is probably a good indicator that he's not going to be playing next week because to turn to come back from a concussion in a week span when you've literally got, when you literally got rocked the mm-hmm. way that Mahomes did, it's a tough task and it's probably not one to jeopardize uh, the future you know, uh, the franchise quarterback. Over. No, I think, I think we'll definitely see Andy Reed and what he actually is. And I feel like they're going to play him. 
and I don't think it's going to go well. Did you see? Or you got something against Andy Reid? No, I just think they're going to play him. Like I just, I don't know. After watching the Brown, after after watching the Browns game, I just like don't like the Kansas City Chiefs anymore. Like I didn't like them before, but like I just never liked them. I know, but like I didn't like hate them the wrong way. Yeah, I don't know why, but what what rubbed you the wrong way? I mean, I think just like how like they like all like the stupid calls they got, and then also like Mm -hmm. I just feel like. Like I just, in my stomach, I felt like Andy Reid's going to do something with Patrick Mahomes, even if he's injured, to have him play. Like, last year, he was playing. Like, they put him in with, like, a hurt foot for, like, five games. Well, and he was okay. Like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. Speaking of a hurt foot, guess who hurt yeah. his foot in the first quarter of the game? Him. Mahomes. Yeah, but Mahomes yeah. And, that, and that play that he got rocked. Yeah. It, he, it was a run play. It was a designed hey, that, run play. It wasn't I, even on our – I was just play. about to say that. Is yeah, it wasn't even an RPO or something that he could like pass off, mm-hmm. or it was a design quarterback run. I don't know. And, yeah. he, and his foot is hurt, and yeah. they did that. I know. Yeah, that's what, that's I'm what saying. I was thinking. Why is the enemy calling a QB power? That's what I'm saying. When your quarterback sh- is already under throwing balls and he's throwing it like Jimmy G did against the Seahawks. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're like either using him, they're going to use him into the like run him into the ground. I feel like. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. that's how I I actually felt the wrong. I felt this exact type of way. Um, with the whole Justin Fields situation is nobody ever, he talked about when he was in the tent or whatever, um, nobody gave him a diagnosis for anything when there's something obviously seriously wrong with him. And then he comes back in the game and obviously he did really well, but you can tell he's obviously, I just think that you have to protect the players from themselves sometimes, no matter what. Well, yeah, because Patrick Mahomes is going to say, I can't winning, play. Winning doesn't, because all the guys are going to say, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. But at some point, it's like, you just got to protect him from themselves. But I guess the coaches, they have that same mentality. Well, with, yeah, like with George Kittle, he broke his foot. And then like in the interview, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm fine, I'll play. But then like, you got to like let them sit. And I feel like Andy Reid's going to pull Patrick Mahomes back because he always seems to pull him in when mm-hmm. he's injured and stuff and have him play. Yeah. I like, just, it worked out last year, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just felt I, really odd when the whole Justin Fields thing, it just really irked me the wrong way because he's yeah. just such a stud mm-hmm. baller and seeing him in pain like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I, I think I kind of like, like I kind of share similar sentiments to sh- what Sheridan kind of said. Uh, that Sorensen hit, and then the Chiefs mm-hmm. getting the ball back like that—that—that that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, like I, I mean, I like the Chiefs. I think they're oh. a great team. I—I uh, I have a lot of respect for Andy Reid and his coaching style. Like, it's—it's it's a lot of basically. It's—it's—it's it's, it's kind of like a bag of everything. Like I feel like he does such a good job with everything, and to see. Him go with a quarterback, a quarterback um, play like that, or basically just calling the play like that. I know he's not the one that called it; it was Eric Bieniemy. But I think at some point, you know, the player management component kind of gets to it. It's kind of what you guys been saying. It's just like, what what are you doing, man? And I think for that, I definitely get why the game, you know, would have rubbed, you know, like shared in the wrong way because it it was kind of like, what the heck. You know, like, do you really care about like winning the game, uh, like more than your winning the game? Million dollar, yeah, man. yeah, winning the game by you know however many points they you know, you know they like running up the score on everybody, but it's like 
I get competition and everything, but it's like, come on, protect your players. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. Ryan Day, dude. I know that Justin Fields is the only way you're going to win a game against top five teams in the college football. But when uh, Justin Fields is wincing after just jogging onto the field, maybe you should protect him. I don't know. Just a mm-hmm. just an idea. But yeah. speaking of coaches, our boy could not be more happy for Robert Sala. He's going oh, yeah. to a place where oh, he's God. going to shred. <laughs> the Jets are going to become one of the best teams in the National Football League this upcoming year. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. He looks, he's going to look so good in freaking Jets gear. He's going to completely turn that franchise around. Adam Gase, I hope so. the leader of – Adam Gase is complete garbage. Robert yeah, Sala, he, is. he is a leader of men, and he's going to <laughs> pull a Joe Judge and just flip that organization right into gear. I'm telling you right now. It's gonna mm-hmm. be it's gonna be different. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I'm looking forward to it, man. Sewell, they're gonna have Mikai Beck and Penai Sewell tackles. Uh, if they don't do anything with their quarterback, which I don't think they need to, Darnold's gonna say uh he's gonna stay clean mm-hmm. in the pocket. He's gonna have clean pockets. I, and yeah, I think they're gonna the draft time. defensively this this round or something. Since Robert Sala is their coach, if they're gonna draft somebody on the yeah. defense. <laughs> And you know, and you know, like the offensively, that's going to be also taken care of. You guys got yeah. Mike Lafleur now, or yeah. not you guys, but the Jets have Mike Lafleur. Well, you said Mike Lafleur. Well, technically, you guys have had Mike Lafleur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now so, we have an offensive coordinator, bro. Mike McDaniel's or whatever. He's not like I was listening to Grant Cohen. I totally agree. I'm like, yeah, he's not the offensive coordinator of the football team, bro. No one like, is. Like Kyle Shanahan is the offensive coordinator of the right. 49ers. Like, exactly. Um, and I'm excited to see, cause I, I think, who was I telling? I, f- I feel like, uh, it must've been my dad. Cause, um, I was just saying as long as D'Amico Ryan's can just basically do what Sala does. I mean, mm-hmm. we should be fine. Yeah. Should be completely yeah. fine. Um, and I don't know. I was just a really big fan of him going uh-huh. to. Yeah. I had a lot of respect just, for him. I just felt that was a really good move. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there was way better options for him. Like, like he was getting interviewed by like the Chargers and stuff to be their coach, and I feel like that'd been like a way easier situation. That would have been like that would been yeah. super simple. Like you would have had an already pretty good team. Yeah, like this like, is I, gonna be like him going to the him going to the uh, Jets is gonna be more of a game or is going to be more of like a project, right? Like he's not going to instantly turn around. He's not going to, you know, it's going to take one, maybe two years, like culturally and like, like morale wise. Yeah. I I agree with Kellen. Like it's, it's going to flip like instantly. He's just going to bring that energy with him. And I mean, he's known to do that. He did that with the 49ers defense. And I Mm -hmm. have no doubt in my mind that he's going to go to the jets and do replicate the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I think, getting all the pieces that he wants, get, really making the team like his own. It's going to take, it's going to take at least two seasons. And I think, yeah. um, I, I just hope to God that the jets like organizational leadership, like the GM and the owner, like I hope to God they back him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I hope they give him time. Like they did Kyle and San Francisco. If they, if they treat solid yeah. the way that they treated Adam Gase, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just l- let him stay, let him do whatever the hell he wants. The Jets are going to be a Super Bowl winning team within four years. Right. I, uh, I don't think they're going to give Sala a short leash. I think they're going to get no. let out of time because that's what you have to have. But I don't think that um, 
a six win season next year is completely out of the realm of like possibility. No, uh-huh. with some of the talent that they have and the way they competed in some of the games towards the uh, latter stretch of the season. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see. Um, it's going to be kind of interesting to see like what all, like how, how they draft, you know, are they going to focus because they already have a bunch of pieces. They have, Quinn I think you get Sewell. They have uh, who? Uh, the left tackle for the ducks. I think you get an addition that can protect Arnold. Yeah, really exactly. That, exactly. That's my question. Are they going to, is this draft going to be primarily defensive focus? And, you know, are, is Robert Sala going to, you know, cement the identity of the Jets being a defensive just powerhouse that can smack mm-hmm. any team around? Or is he going to, you know, give the offense some tools to play around with? Is he going to lean into uh, the narrative of, Arnold is great. He just needs weapons, or you know, um, what is he going to base it out of? So they should I think get, it's like, going to be interesting get, to see. Uh, that like the um, Heisman winner guy. They should drop to him. Bro. Yeah, but so. I think what Sheridan said earlier is actually like a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Chargers probably being the best uh, coaching gig in the league, yeah. and now Brandon Staley got it because. You know, your future is yeah. pretty much locked up, I want to say, with yeah. uh, Justin you, Herbert. It's not really that hard of a team to coach. I mean, like, they just, like, they were in every single game, like, the whole year, and they were, like, leading in most of them. And, like, all they had to do was just close it out, and they'd be, like, a, a 10 or 11 win team. Like, yeah. All of that, that happened, hard. they got pissed on by the Patriots, and that's it. Yeah. There's only two yeah. games they lost, like, more than one touchdown. And it was like, and they lose, like, 42 to zero. Yeah. They only scored, like, no, I think they scored one touchdown. I think it was, like, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, but that guy, at least he was on the Rams and now he's going to the Chargers, so at least he doesn't have to really pack up and go that far. Yeah. He's in town. (laughs) (laughs) They share the same stadium. It's basically home home field. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a big, big move for him. Yeah. 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 dude. Uh, So I think ultimately we're going to see. I really, I really, if Patty, if Patty doesn't play, I just don't see how um, the Chiefs are going to put up enough points to beat, I to beat the Bills mm-hmm. because I don't know, but the dude, honestly, the Bills really, even though I mean the Ravens' defense is pretty solid, but they didn't they score ten offensive points yeah, against did. the Ravens, and one was a pick six. So yeah. I mean, like yeah, weather conditions kind of played. Oh, yeah, weather conditions kind of played into that, though. It made it difficult. Uh, it made it. The wind made it difficult for Tucker. the Bills to get the ball down. <laughs> well, yeah, for Tucker, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the wind definitely made it difficult for the Bills to get the ball down the field. And you know, yeah. the Bills are a pass-heavy team. Um, Dude, Justin but, Tucker's facial expressions after he missed it—he was just in disbelief. Um, he was just like, "Yeah, I know." He's like. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's he's, he's like, normally a wide-eyed guy, anyways. Like <laughs> his eyes are usually like this. Yeah. It's kind of like Adam Gase, like yeah, dude, Adam Gase f- freak show. That press conference, yeah. his <laughs> I know his introduction. <laughs> like yeah, he's something else, thing, dude. He's a f- yeah. who are you looking at, bro? <laughs> He's looking at everyone. <laughs> he's shocked. It was terrifying. Oh, God. Like, how could you hire that man? 
<laughs> like, yeah. could you imagine if he's he's looking at you and checking out the um GM and owner's office and he's just like looking around like that? I'd be like, ah, I think we're gonna <laughs> well, go to the well, next. What was his job before? What was was it? The coach oh, uh, his, the his job before was to lead the Dolphins to a losing record and tank. Yeah, it was to trash Ryan seasons. Tannehill's career. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then before that, he was with the Bears and destroyed Jay Cutler. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. that Jay Cutler was, you know, all that. Wow, but he's still some guys are like coaching in the NFL sometimes. I don't I don't understand mm-hmm. it. Like um, you know what I was thinking is what um Urban, what do you think of Urban Meyer and the Jags? I think it's a good fit. Yeah. Especially if you get Trevor. Yeah. I like it. I like they could, it. They could turn the they could turn the team around pretty quickly. Yeah. Apparently, Absolutely. uh so I forgot what left. I forgot which like news report or whatever news station came out with that. But I read something about Urban Meyer only wanting to go with the Jags. He like he he got offers from a few other places, but he only wanted to go to the Jags. And I think, uh, yeah, especially uh, I think with the relationship that he apparently has had in the past or whatever. But you know whatever played into it, but the relationship that he has with the owner uh, is going to play into the success of the Jags moving forward. I don't, again, it's one of those situations kind of similarly to the jets where it's like, they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be instantly a playoff contender. I don't see it happening. Uh, I think with the Texans out, depending on if Watson plays, I think it it becomes uh, a possibility, but I I see this more as like a four and 12 team, even with, you know, Trevor Lawrence playing in, into this game, but as er, into the season. But I think if you give urban Meyer the tools and everything, uh, let him just run it uh, kind of in that coach GM role that Bill Belichick kind of has. Bill O'Brien. Thank you. Mom. <laughs> oh, no, not, not Bill O'Brien, <laughs> but Bill Belichick, yeah. that kind of coach GM role. I think that's where I think that's kind of what Urban Meyer wanted. That's kind of what he is going to be getting, even though I've heard, I read somewhere else that he's going to be on the panel to interview the incoming GM, whoever they're going to hire. But I think it's, I think it's very stringent upon how much control he's going to have. Again, college guy coming into the NFL, wanting all this, that, and the other thing. It, I think historically hasn't voted well for teams to do it, but I mean, Urban Meyer could be the, I feel like Urban Meyer is the type of guy where he's going to understand the position. He's, I feel, I just, he's, he seems like a chill dude that's going to be pretty, he's going to adapt well. He's not, I've, because you know how uh, obviously the college coaches, they want to be in control. They have that way of winning at the college level and it doesn't always translate over, obviously. I feel like Urban Meyer. But Jim yeah. Kelly, exactly. And even Jim Harbaugh, he had success, but I don't mm-hmm. think the players completely I should grooved, bring back Jim Harbaugh. Grooved with his put him back on the Niners as the offensive coordinator. What's up? Bring him back as the offensive coordinator of the 49ers, bro. Jim the Harbaugh. Offensive coordinator? I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a beast. That was a turning point, but mm-hmm. I think that Urban Meyer is gonna be chill and he's gonna adapt fine. Hey, dude, if you've got Trevor Lawrence at the helm. There's not a lot you got to really worry about, honestly. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence is going to be, you know, he's going to have DJ Chark. He's going to have James Robinson as a running back. Um, obviously, Keenan Cole and all those other guys. Um, so the off- offensively, the pieces are going to be there. I think you're going to, 
I think if you're Urban Meyer, you're looking to probably add another, uh, probably probably even go down. early. Yeah, get 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 help on the line. But I think everything is because you've got you've got, the, you've got you've got the foundation offensively. I think Urban, if you're Urban Meyer, you're completely focused on that defense because you mm-hmm. like a couple couple years ago, 2015, I think, Jags were like the number one defense in the NFL, and they had yeah. they were stacked all over the place. They had and Ramsey, then, Calais, Campbell, lots of guys. Mm. Yeah, and then and since then, Jer- it's Jen been Ramsey. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, And since then, eating? it's been gigantic exodus of talent. So my mom cream? made lemon cake. Oh. No, it's lemon. No, cake. she made lemon cake, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, that's like my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. About your mom didn't make lemon cake. We're making that for Bianca's birthday because she likes that. Wow, I'm jealous. Is it a bunt cake? Like lemon bunt? It is? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, you should be jealous. I am completely jealous. What do you guys think is going to happen to Gardner Minshew, bro? Bye-bye? I think he's going to stay on as a backup. Yeah. I don't know, bro. He's too much of a savage to be like that. I feel like. He's going to be breathing down Urban's neck like, when am I going to get him in the game? I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tre- Trevor Trevor Lawrence misses one pass and Gardner Minshew's gonna be right on Urban Meyer being he like walks this, by guy, Urban. this guy sucks put me back in he walks yeah. by Urban it's like told you so and then he walks <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Gardner Minshew's I think he's a bust. good quarterback like I think he's I, I don't think he's a bust I think he's good like nobody can win with the Jags Here, guys are trash here's the deal though here's the dealio I think if they get the pieces that it's going to take for Trevor Lawrence to be successful. I truly feel that Gardner Minshew could honestly probably be successful. Like if they get a well, line tra- and maybe a defense, yeah. I mean, I feel I have trust in Gardner Minshew to do good things. They should trade Gardner Minshew to like the Patriots or something, bro. Oh get yeah. There. Oh my God. Oh baby. You get yeah. Gardner Minshew with in Bill field. Belichick and you have Tom Brady <laughs> part two. Yeah, I know. Gardner Minshew's a stud, dude. Can you that imagine guy. that personality difference, though? Because you're literally yeah. getting the most flamboyant person in the NFL, almost versus mm. the most generic, boring man in the NFL. <laughs> bro, I don't know, bro. Apparently, I've I like listened to like what Patriots people say about like Bill Belichick, and apparently, like parties hard, bro. Like I bet Bill honestly. Belichick really like, they, let off they, some they had, steam. They had they had like a event at like the uh, like with Randy Moss and like oh, Tom I Brady saw that. There. <laughs> and like Bill Belichick came up faded to it bro and they just like came to the event and he was just like drunk out of his mind and he was like partying with all the players he probably okay so. you know what that kind of makes sense drawing that kind of makes sense yeah it was funny he's, a, he's wow. a super productive individual you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and at least like from my uh experience so far I, I feel like super productive people have like a weird party side to them they're they just go they off the steam dude yeah yeah, work hard, play hard, bro. So yeah, yeah. That's a that's how I feel sometimes about this. Has nothing to do with anything, but you know, like super smart people that do like drugs and stuff. I feel like they do those kind of things yeah. because they just want to feel normal and just get out of there. I don't know. I feel like they just have to find ways to cope sometimes. And yeah, all gear, yeah. no brains. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. But yeah. I think that we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a shootout between the Packers. Or I think we're gonna see a shootout between the Packers and the Bills and the Bills. 
I don't know. Packers and Buck. I mean, Bucks and uh, Bills. No, Bro, that's how I feel. I'm I'm kind of hoping know. I'm kind of hoping for Packers Bills. I think that's going to be the most that's going to be the fun matchup. Uh, but obviously, State Farm Bowl, Packers Rodgers. That's going to be obviously a shootout. Um, but that's not fun. I mean, okay, yeah, Patty's back. That's cool. Yeah, if, if Pat if Patrick Mahomes is like alive and healthy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not stumbling. Yeah. If he's not stumbling, yeah, Patty uh, yeah Packers, <laughs> you know, State Farm Bowl. But mm-hmm. yeah, I want to see it. I I think just like looking forward to you know like looking forward to next week. I think even with Patrick Mahomes back, I think the Bills are going to put up a good fight. If they lock down the way that they lock down against the Ravens, I think they're going to stand a really, really good chance. Um, obviously it's hard to count out the chiefs, especially since, you know, they could come back from like 24 point deficit in like three minutes without, you know, breaking a sweat. So it's, it's hard to like discount the chiefs, but it's like, if, you know, defensively, I was most surprised by the, the way that the Bills played the Ravens defensively. The run game was like their – I think the Bills were actually worse against the run than the Packers. And if mm. the Bills – if the Bills, you know, bring – Huh? They gave it like 500 yards to the Colts, dude. Yeah, some, yeah, exactly. So it's like if, the, if that same Bills defense shows up where they lock down that run game, they force – you know, if it's – anything can happen or Patrick Holmes, whoever, I think you force them uh, to get that ball out quick. I think mm-hmm. the bills are going to stand a good chance. So, yeah. uh, and then yeah. I think the key to the game for the Packers bucks uh, Packers, it's going to be to get the run game going and it's going to be to uh, murder Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, just get yeah. after the ball uh, <laughs> yeah. on defense. Like, just wherever it is, like, everyone gang pile tackle whoever has it. It's Tom Brady, everyone go after him. You know what I mean? Like, it's – you got, yeah. they haven't played aggressively this entire season, you know? Mm. And just the fact that even last week against a broke quarterback in Jared Goff, that they just sat there for almost two and a half quarters before mm. they, you know, decided to get back in the game or whatever – you have to be aggressive. You have to stay aggressive. Tom Brady could as much yeah. as, as much as you know, how old he is, he's still got weapons behind him. He's a lot more comfortable with the offensive scheme now. So it's mm-hmm. a different Brady than you faced earlier in the season. He's got more weapons. You have to stay aggressive for the Packers. So I think it does come down on the defense for the bucks to win the game. Uh, yeah. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Rojo, Rojo and um, Leonard were finding holes against that, Pretty stout Saints D. Yeah, they've been so, amazing. The yeah. Who, who do you so. think Jair Alexander is going to guard? Like, uh, he. I think he's staying to the right. The uh-huh. entire he's staying on the right okay. side of the field the entire game. I, uh-huh. I think <laughs> only in situations uh, where the, because like the Packers don't play. Yeah, Packers play nickel. Uh, what is it? I forgot the exact defense, but they play nickel for the most part, and it's not it's not man to man. It's it's mainly zones. So it's like. He's going to stay on the right side of the field for a majority of the game, but in situations where it's man to man, I I think he's going to follow Mike Evans. Uh huh. Yeah, bro, Darsh, if you're a coach, what schemes are you running, and what are you trying to build your team with? Just any any coach. No, if you're the coach, what schemes are you? If you're trying to build a franchise, what guys, like what schemes would you use? 
I'd probably uh, defensively. I'd definitely go four three cover two. Uh, I'd probably. I, I don't know. I like I like dime. Like that's my favorite. As many wanna. DBs as possible. Yeah, I'd be dimes <laughs> away. And Madden and Madden dimes where it's at, bro. Like, but it, what happens when you get a team that wants to run the ball? Dimes still works, but they're so no, fast. No. It is. You have to get pat, you have to get run stoppers and then DVs. Yeah, and then I like I like I just like the 49ers offense. I, I I do like to use like the the Cardinals one, but like I always mess up on the read options. So like I feel like it's way easier to do like passing and running you without that stuff. You know, as the sexiest voice in the NFL, who Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that guy when he talks. I just want to listen. <laughs> this is so interesting it's so weird it's so deep um it's like i don't know how to even do it i think offensively i would definitely do like some sort of hybrid rpo zone run something like that wow yeah it would definitely be it would definitely be based off the run because i mean i i feel like based off the way the packers packers play uh niners play the Rams play. Um, and I think what, I, I think what the, um, you know, who is it? Who I forgot. Uh, the chargers and uh, who else? I don't know. A bunch of other teams are going to be going more towards, and it's just going to be building out that run game. Um, yeah. So I'd definitely be yeah. a lot more heavy on the run. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I would take the bills offense. That's, that's what's up. Like they just throw it like all the time, and it's it's my favorite thing to do. So I do that. Just get somebody the cannon, and you're fine. So no. <laughs> okay, I would probably just do. I'd probably do Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly spread air. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, one down lineman, ten DBs. Yeah. And just send smoke. I just want yeah. I want eleven Jeremy Chins on my team basically. And just send yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah, it works. Yeah. But yeah. All right, boys. Well, I really hope the Packers win just because I kind of want Darsh to get one. I want Darsh to come out on top because we kind of thrashed him last year with the Niners and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, uh-huh. okay. To be to be hundred percent honest, if uh, the Packers hadn't faced the Niners in the regular season uh, and then got whooped the way that they did, and then faced them again in the postseason and then got whooped even worse uh, in the postseason, I probably wouldn't be sweating this matchup. But just because uh-huh. you know uh, Luke's not here, but historically speaking. When the yeah, Packers have gotten thrashed in the regular season, and then yeah. uh, they have gotten double whammied in the postseason in the playoffs, uh-huh. so yeah, I think I think recent history is definitely uh, swaying my opinion on the way I'm viewing this yeah. game. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that the Bucks should be the favorites in this matchup. I don't think the I don't think the Packers are completely out of it the way that I. Um, the way that I and many other people thought that the Packers would be against the uh, by facing the Niners again, um, mm-hmm. the way that they did last season, um, mm-hmm. I think the Packers stand a really good, like a really good fighting chance. It it's entirely I think, or at least the way I view it, it's entirely constringent if 
yeah, it's entirely based on how well the Packers defense plays against the uh, Bucks yeah. offense. Yeah, bro, did Michael Thomas actually have no catches? Yeah, he was terrible. He was a straight garbage. Wow. I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver. Yeah, me too. I, I like him. I like him a lot. He's so fun. Like he's I so think good. He's the best. Yeah, wide receiver. He's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite ones. Like he just. He's fun I mean, to he watch. Has, like, he messes up Jalen Ramsey. I'm already talking crap to him. That was funny. He was like, <laughs> well, he was like, okay. Yeah. That was the thing. Um, that's what I saw a lot online uh, on like Twitter and stuff. But before the game, he went up to Jalen Ramsey and was just like, Hey, look, I get it. You're the best. Well, I'm not like who you faced so far this season. I'm, yeah. I'm a lot better than who you face. So yeah. I want you to follow me. Like, I want you to follow me all day. Let's give the people like what they came here yeah. for or whatever. Yeah. And that like, that's all he said. And Jalen yeah. Ramsey just like, that just set him off. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I watched the thing on like Devonte Adams and stuff. And that was pretty interesting. Cause like he was like trash in the beginning of his career. Like he didn't yeah. catch a lot, but now yeah. he's like really good. Like when they had like Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, like yeah. if only if they had like Devonte Adams, or, like how he is now, that'd have been crazy. Wasn't he on the verge of almost getting cut? Uh, his like third season, yeah, yeah, because he was like then, dropping, he dropped a lot, and I was like, what? And then, yeah, wild, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like his first, like that was the thing though when he entered the league or when the Packers drafted him, like uh, in the second round, he, it was like pretty much based that he wasn't gonna get a whole lot of opportunities because obviously you had Jordan Nelson, Randall Cobb, and I think that really like halted his development because it wasn't until after Jordy left and it was basically just Devonte Adams and Randall Cobb that Devonte really got a bunch of opportunities and he was really start he was really able to start developing that chemistry with Rodgers and I hate it but it's a fact that uh-huh. with Rodgers in order for Rodgers to be successful he needs to have that chemistry or build up mm-hmm. whatever with his receivers like they they got to be on the same page otherwise he's not throwing it to them and it's just going to be terrible. Yeah. So I hate it, but it's facts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Well, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darsh, I'm ha- I'm happy for you. I feel bad because remember when I made that bet with you in fantasy football that I get some player we'd had to do a trade if the Niners beat. Like I was so confident that the Niners would destroy the Packers last year and they absolutely mm-hmm. obliterated them. Oh wow. yeah. Oh yeah. Remember that? It was it was awesome. I literally I literally you know, can't forget that. Open. Almost I feel like almost every single week this entire season, like I, yeah, I think every single week this season, I've, I've thought about the Packers Niners game. Uh-huh. It's, it's like come across my mind. I'm just like, but that's oh God, gonna, that's a this might be one of those games. This might be one of those games. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's scary. So, you know, what game haunts me the most. What? The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. I think that I don't yeah. think there's a lot of days where I don't think about the Super Bowl because that's yeah. another, what shared in what you were saying with the refs and stuff. That was uh-huh. the beginning of it for me. Uh huh. The, the wait, they, what? They're really pushing the Chiefs, dude. There's some oh, yeah. there's some conspiracy going on. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what that's what everyone's saying about the Packers too, and it's like. Okay, I uh, like I know State what Farm the plays are given. <laughs> loads of money to the NFL right now. Yeah. They're paying off the reps. But it's like, yeah. I, I get what plays, you know. Yeah. 
I get what plays like you know people are talking about like the Alan Lazard play. You know, uh, there. I get it. Like, there's a lot of those weird situations where it's like, okay, the Packers definitely shouldn't have gotten that call to go in their favor. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that was clearly not a catch, or yeah. that was clearly a catch that should have been called as a catch or whatever. Those types of things where it's just like, all right, yeah, I see it, but it's like. I would say that that's like probably been about less than 1% of the total plays and total games that the Packers have played, right? It's mm-hmm. come down to the it's come down to those moments very 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 rarely this entire season. Uh-huh. So it's not like they're getting a gigantic push. It just so happens that like uh one one game or like yeah, in like one game or two games or whatever out of the season, there was that one play where it's like, oh, if that didn't go in the Packers' favor, they would have lost that game or something yeah. like that. They wouldn't uh-huh. have gotten the ball back. But it's like that happens. You could probably say that about any game, about any team. Well, it happened you know, There's probably one of those moments. Year, Fred Warner mm-hmm. molested Hollister in the back of the end zone or something and didn't get a PI for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. Blown up by Dre Greenlaw the next play. Yeah, I don't know. Like when I saw with the Chiefs, like even like even like whoever they were spotting the football, like it was like, wait, how is that possible? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, how is that a yard? He's like, yeah. Clearly- <laughs> yeah, he was like right down there. They like, move the ball over, and it's like, wait, what? That's not that is not where it went. And I think one of the Browns ones, the guy like he gets tackled, and then he like gets a few more yards on it, and they take it and they put it right where he got like initially contacted with, and I'm like, how is that like a thing? But whatever, frustration. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, guys, mm-hmm. I'm freaking exhausted. Do you have school? Yeah. I mean, no. obviously, that's Monday tomorrow. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have school tomorrow. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I'm okay. Let's go. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Thank you so much for doing right. this. It'll come yeah, out for sure tomorrow, Darsh. Dar- yeah. I, I'm I'm actually I'm rooting for the Packers just for you, dude. Thanks, bro. Yeah. It's just really yeah. hard to root for the Packers it. because Aaron Rodgers can be an ass sometimes. But it's okay. <laughs> I get that. I get that. You know, I get mm-hmm. that. I understand but it. I I, well, feel, <laughs> I love Jair Alexander though. Uh-huh. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. It, you know, at the very least, on next Sunday, I'm just hoping for a good game out of mm-hmm. both of them. You know, I'm. I'm no, you're not. I'm Shut up right Packers. now. You're hoping for a win. That's what. That's what. I'm hoping for a win. Scared like, fans. That's what you're hoping for a blowout. You're hoping for a blowout. I'm literally like. I, I got my jerseys hang uh, like hung up in my room. I got my uh, uh, little like little what's a pennant flag whatever. Yeah. I got that up. Like I'm gonna be kneeling down every single night for the rest of this week and praying to all that is good in this universe. Like straight out God, Vishnu, literally every single DD out there being like, oh yeah, please yeah. get the Packers to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna be praying every single night. Don't get me wrong, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, I just want a good game. Uh-huh. I want that win more than anything on the want you, but I want a good game. I want you to remember yeah. that this is the easiest game out of the two that you might have to play if you make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, against the Bucks? Yeah. I think the Bills would be easier. I think mm-hmm. Packers Bills would be no. an easier matchup than mm-hmm. Packers Bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but two cool Beasley's gonna shred everybody, bro. <laughs> Cole Beasley's out here. Oh yeah, dude. Proto. We got smoke down the seam or smoke down the middle. Pretty much yeah. the entire I game. Think, I, I, I definitely think that the Bucks game is easier game than uh, either the Bills or Chiefs. I don't know. Maybe. You have Tredavious White's going to be guarding 
Devontae yeah. Adams. And then but the, the the Bucks have three wide receiver ones on their team, bro. Huh? The Bucks have three wide receiver ones on their team. Yeah, but the Bills are a better football team than the Bucks. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, it's like offensive like explosions, and then it's like you're done for. Like the Bucks, offensive explosions. Like the Bucks can just shred any team. Like it isn't. All right, you know what I want. And that was the U.S.'s mentality in yeah. World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> Happened now. The Bucks need to beat the Bucks need to beat the Packers, and then the Bills need to play the Bucks in the bowl. And that's the what Bucks, I. That's my prediction is, bro. And the Bills need to destroy the Bucks. Uh-huh. Wait, but you want the Bills to win, and you're the one that's saying, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, I'm contradicting Bills everything. That you I want win. the Bills to win, but I think the Bucks are a super good team. Like, I, I don't like. He's he's saying that he's saying that a Bills Bucks matchup would heavily, like, the Bucks would be heavily favored in that matchup. Uh huh. Yeah, I think they'd be get really good. I don't know, Dad. but I want the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Like, I like their team, like Josh Allen, like Stephon Diggs. I think they're good. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be a rough week. <laughs> it's gonna be, be a rough week. Oh yeah. Gonna, uh, like I can't stop messing with my dang uh-huh. microphone. Like what I've is been the... messing with that this entire time. Last year, like, just keep I wasn't concerned it. for any game. The, yeah. the, just just think most... about yeah. Just think about Darsh. If they lose next week, then you won't have to have the pain of them losing in the Super Bowl. Okay. Like that pain is awful. This is the game to lose if you're gonna lose. No, yeah. no, dude. We literally good. lost this game four times in the entirety that Aaron Rodgers has been in the league. Oh wait, you right. uh-huh. it's the NFC Championship. You yeah, toast. <laughs> you guys are toast. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks, Kellen. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but bro. Yes, know. it could be bad. It could be a 37-20. It could, it could, it, like it could like historically speaking yeah. at luke historically speaking you know it could be you know what do we what do we go 38 to 10 it could be 48 to 17 this time who uh-huh. knows yeah good things Actually, are made no, curses there, bro. so 48 to 3 it could yeah. be that wasn't yeah. your who knows? wasn't the early meeting in the season 34 to 10 or something yeah, and then later on it was bad. So uh-huh. yeah, good thing Jermaine Curse isn't there, bro. That guy. Yeah, I I watched that game with the Packers and Seahawks, and like that was that was just sad. Like I hate yeah. the Seahawks with everything in my life, and that was just I was like so depressed. Yeah, like this is gonna be the fifth NFC Championship game that the Packers are gonna be in, right? Uh-huh. Uh, we've only won one of them. Yeah. All the others we've lost. This could yeah. be uh, the same yeah. thing. So. Uh-huh. How many know. years do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers has left? If he loses this game, probably probably one more with the Packers and then probably three more with another team. Uh, if uh-huh. he wins, wins a Super Bowl, then probably three more years with the Packers and probably one or two with another team. He, yeah. keeps, say- like, he keeps saying that he wants to play until he's like 40. He you know, basically the same age as like yeah. Brady's and uh, Breeze, but I don't know if he's gonna. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he has the legs to make it that far. Too yeah, because like, what are you gonna do with Jordan Love? Like that guy. Like it's gonna be a waste of a god, goddamn pick, man. Yeah, I know. Because if he if he like is still good, he's obviously still good. He's gonna probably win the MVP, but like still, like you can't do much like with Jordan Love. Like trade him away, you can't get much for him because he's not proven starter or proven quarterback. So. I don't know. It's gonna, I feel like it's going to be a similar 
uh, Jimmy G type situation. If yeah. if we win the Super Bowl, if if if, mm. uh, I think it's going to be it's going to come down to one of those type of situations where it's like, all right, do we tra- or not? Not Jimmy, not Jimmy G. Uh, who's the other guy? Shoot. What? Uh, J- Jacoby For- Brissett. Jacoby uh-huh. Brissett. I think it's going to come down yeah. to one of those situations where Jordan Love might come in for, you know, a game or or a couple of, you know, when Rodgers is injured, and then he might show something on the stats sheet or yeah. you know, impress people on the on the field or something like that. And then they, the Packers might get a couple of offers, and then next thing you know, they trade him away for a seventh rounder. It's terrible. Yeah, they could have just gotten. They could have just gotten Justin Jefferson, bro. No, they couldn't then. have. Uh, Vikings picked him, but what? Who they could have gotten is. Yeah, boy, Patrick Queen on the Ravens. But was it Justin Jefferson's second wanted. round pick? So Jefferson was a second no, round, though. No, no, no. Justin Jefferson was a first round. The Vikings picked him. I thought he was a second round pick. No, oh. he was in the first. He was a. There was only five wide receivers picked before him, or something like that. So no, Justin Jefferson was a first rounder. Yeah, and the Vikings got him. Damn, yeah. but Damn. okay, fellas, I have to go though. I'm all okay. right. All right, this was right. fun. Good okay. night, everybody. Thank you Good so night. much for coming on. Oh. Yeah, sorry you didn't, couldn't play Warzone, Sheridan. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Bye. Bye bye. All right, see you guys. Bye.